Hi everyone, this is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. In tonight's episode, we're going to do a repeat because we're still in Olympics drought. Yeah. But there's been some exciting Olympics things. I've discovered a new love for curling, which I never knew before. A hatred and a love, I should say. Like, I hated it, it. the pants? You love the pants now? No. The fashion? I, no, I like the excitement, the teamwork, the yelling at each other. I don't know. I just, the whole thing is really weird, and I, I hated it, and then I was intensely interested in it. Do you like the Stranger events on the whole, do you think? Yeah. Well, I like Stranger Things. I like when they do, like, somersaults on the trampoline. In the, I think it's in the summer. What? How? That's a sport, but it's crazy. They yeah. go so high. Okay, I'm off track. But So this episode is called Mystery Man. It, it, we think it might be season 23, episode 17. It's season 23-ish. Yeah. 23 or 24. Yeah. Oh, before we get started, we need to say hello to someone. Dateline wrote us and said that someone loves our show, Tom Brokaw's assistant. How cool is that? Did you just save that to this moment to tell uh-huh. me? Yeah. You Dateline. just kept that, you kept that little nugget in your pocket like a hot jelly bean. Just to bring it I'm out. I'm sorry, like now, a what? Like, you know what I'm saying. The candy gets warm. Like, then Ferris Bueller on the bus. Ew. But that's pretty With much what you've done. the principal on the bus, and then they're all sticky, and she, that girl is saying yeah, and she, they're, what is she, they're all warm. Uh, she offers them Reese's Pieces or something? No, I think yeah. it's gummy bears, and she's like, they're all warm because they were yeah, in his pocket. Yeah, because they were in his pocket. It's disgusting. Yeah. But that's what you've done here, essentially, is you've kept this little excitement nugget in your pocket, and instead of turning into a warm jelly bean, it's actually turned into a diamond. I'm very <laughs> okay. excited. Yes, I thought that was exciting. Dateline wrote us, and I said, you're kidding me. No, and they said, no, she was really excited. She cornered us in the hallway and, like, brought it up, how how much she loved the show. I was like, what? Oh, my gosh, this is when we need merch. Yeah. This is a merch merch opportunity. Merch opportunity. I was trying to merge the two words together. But this is the time, right? Right. Yeah. Do, we should get merch and give it to Tom Brokaw's assistant. Yeah. And then and Tom Brokaw say, wears on the air a Date with Dateline shirt. No. More like gets a buzz going around the office. Gets more of a buzz. Okay. Right? Sure. I think that's good. Yeah. Tom Brokaw's a legend. Totally. I'm sure he could create buzz. I'm sure that if there I don't was think a- he has any interest in our podcast, though. No, but if there was a shirt that said Mankey's Hankies on it, and then there was a little faux hanky sticking yes. out of a pocket, like a little hand-drawn hanky, and he saw Trademark. his Trademark. That's us. Trademark. Yeah. Trade- that is Kimberly good. And Katie. That's so good. So if he, if he saw that, then he might be like, what is that about Mankowitz? What, do you, what is that? He might ask questions. People would ask questions. And when they ask questions, they get directed to our podcast. Everyone wins. I'm really excited. Okay. I am too. Hi to the assistant. We don't even know your name, but we love you. Also, I was an assistant for many, many years, and it's really hard. So I'm sure you're a hard worker, and I admire you. Okay. So this episode is about Michelle Lewis. But guess what? Do you know how her name is spelled? Yeah, I do. I I didn't know. And I've seen this episode eight times, and I finally realized her name is spelled M-I-S- C-H-E-L-E. I don't... It's like Badgley Mishka. Does it like, seem France? Yeah. Michelle. Michelle. But she lives in New Jersey. 
Not that there's anything wrong with New Jersey, but Michel. Michel. People trying to, I don't know, start something special for their kid. It's okay. 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 So Michelle is a nurse, a labor and delivery nurse. She's a single mom. Her friend Robin calls her a light in a dark place, which is basically lighting up a room, right? A room is dark, and then your smile lightens it up, and that's what she's saying. She's a light in a dark place. That's probably what I should have thought of, but I, I immediately went to Lord of the Rings because there's a scene with Galadriel, Kate Blanchett, her character. She's mm-hmm. like this beautiful wizard. Yeah, yeah. She gives Frodo a little baggie, and there's a light of Endor or something. Not Endor. That's... People are going to get pissed at me because I'm mixing up Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but something. She gives him the light of something. And then she says, may this be a light for you when all other lights go out. Okay. <laughs> Back to Michelle. She starts to do online dating and she joins this site called establishmen.com. Thoughts? <laughs> to me, my Did thought you- is... Men who are on there saying they are an established man are likely not established men. To me, it reads very fake and a breeding ground for posers that are not established or think they're way more established than they are and they're super douchey about it. And in actuality, they are like a manager of a Kinko's. Are you going on establishmen.com? Yeah. Yeah, I Any, am. Anybody good? So here's the problem. I can't get past the first page. But and first of all, I completely agree with you. It's absolutely for people that work at, they're moving up at Vons, but they're not <laughs> a manager yet. But they're they're on a track because all of those supermarkets have tracks that you go right. on. Right. No, and these are but, fine jobs and fine guys. But you're not established. Um, the The biggest red flag that I'm seeing is that it says established men and the E on established has a crown oh over my the God. top of it. And it says <laughs> connect, connecting young, beautiful women <gasps> with interesting men. <gasps> oh, snap. That's the tagline. And oh then it says... Oh, my God. So it's basically sugardaddies.com. It 100% because then it says, I'm looking for, and there's a drop down here. And it says, girls, <gasps> not women. Girls. It says... Girls who live near and then in the city that I'm in. The two options on the drop down are you're either looking for girls or established men. It says what the hell is wrong with girls and men? What are you doing? Girls and men. I'm very upset. Okay, yeah, you should be because that's ridiculous. You either say girls and boys or men and women. (gasps) Wait, it gets better. Oh, God. Okay, there's a tagline at the bottom and it says established men. Established Men is a premium online dating service that helps young, beautiful women connect with older, generous <gasps> men. Okay. Okay. Exclamation so it, point. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Did I make here's, my, here's my thing. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to be nice about Michelle. Good. She just bugs me for no reason. I'm just going to just get that right off the bat. And I don't know why. I think she, what she did is awesome. I think she's a hero. I think she's a lady warrior. She drives me crazy. You read her blog and feel bad for her and said you were going to spend this whole episode defending her. Assuming assuming this website looks the way that it looked back then when she joined, 
How can you defend her? She signed up for this site looking for a wealthy, generous older man. If, if, if this site looks like it did when she joined it. I have a feeling it did not. I have a feeling like this site has changed a little bit and now they have sort of found out what their market is. Oh, Sugar I wanted to see how young it goes. Yeah, it goes from 18 oh, to 65. Okay. Wow. The women can be up to 65. Hot Sasha two underscore 2121. And then in little letters, it says not actual members of established men. Okay. <laughs> so this is a fraud. <laughs> no, well, they don't use real people because then they would get like, you know, that commercial for Match.com and that blonde girl with the bowler hat. She's a total hipster. You know, I don't think she's really on there because then everyone would be like, I want the girl from the commercial. Yeah. But that girl from the commercial is probably dating somebody on Vanderpump Rules exactly. and doesn't care about you. She's yeah. an actress. So I just, okay, I'm going to assume the website has changed. I'm going to give Michelle the benefit of the doubt because. Did I make you, did I make your life though? I am is very it, upset right it's now. It's so much worse than you thought. I didn't know it was going to be that bad. I meant to look it up earlier. It's yeah. secrets part two. Well, if you, you go from establishment, I'm sure there are on vacation for secrets. Secrets. secrets on establishment okay Okay, so michelle went on establishment.com and she meets liam allen who is a british slash american guy and they meet and she has a really good vibe he has a house in the nice area of town which she really seems to like and she can't wait to go to that house i liked that house she's a single mom of course Okay, she Googles him. She does the right thing. I'll give her props for that. Nothing pops up, so she feels okay. But things are kind of weird. He can't spend time with her on nights and weekends. Like, anytime after 5 p.m., he's off the grid, and he can't even answer his phone or text her. She thinks that's weird. He slowly reveals to her that he actually works for the British government, the Ministry of Defense, which I got really excited because I was thinking of the Ministry of Magic and where they go in on the toilets and then they, the big fountain in the lobby and then the elevators and the whole thing. I got very excited. How could and you not? I wanted not? to reread that book. So, also, it's spelled D-E-F-E-N-C-E. So it's spelled in a fancy British way. It's not spelled like the American defense. It looks like a Harry Potter. The sign does. It's like a crest. Sounds so cool. I know. So he basically admits to her that he is a spy for the British government, like a covert operative. And he says to date him, she has to fill out this application for security clearance, social security number, all of that, banking info, and then like an essay, which is really weird. I want to know what the question was. How do you feel you could improve upon the British-American connection through your relationship with our operative, please list three specific examples. No, I think it's just super uber personal stuff, right? I think it's more like a Scientology essay oh. where you have to write out all your secrets. <laughs> like you're doing the thing with the paddles? Yeah. The, um, the I think monitoring or whatever they call it? What's, what's it called? Gorgons? What is it? What's the thing? Gorgons? What are the things that live on you that you're trying to get off constantly? Oh, the pl- the plit plit. Plate, plate, taunt, plate, platons, something. Pl- I don't remember. I feel like if you just keep going, pl- you'll get pl- plus. They're called plus. 
But I was thinking, you know what I'm talking about? What's the thing that's not monitoring? You know, auditing. They call it yes. auditing. Okay. Yeah, auditing. I got one thing. Okay, I didn't get the platens, whatever they're called. Okay, so he says if she does all this information, this security check, then there will be no more blackout times. She can meet his parents. She can go to the fancy house. And Dennis seems to think this is really cool. He's riveted. He thinks he's in a James Bond movie, Dennis. And Dennis is a little off the chain in this episode, I have to say. He's a little loopy. Maybe he just got over a cold. Yes. And so he's or like, was like jet lagged or something and took yeah. some meds. Yeah, <laughs> like had some codeine. He took a, yeah. And then he took like a Red Bull. It's funny. It's, yeah. it's sort of cute. Yeah, he's giddy. And his phrasing, though, is to die for. There's a couple of quotes. I can't get past him. They're probably my favorite Dennis quotes of all time. Really? Two of them. So she tells – she's living with her mother and her two kids. She tells her mom, and her mom is totally shocked. I would be like, what the hell is wrong with you, Michelle? He's not a British spy. Here's the thing, ladies. If a man tells you, A, he is a super secret military agent and has a bunch of badges, but you can't see them because they got stolen and he's been awarded five Purple Hearts, that's not true. And if he tells you he is a British spy, that's not true. No, none of this happens because if you are a covert operative, you can't tell anyone. But you tell your wife if you get married, don't I you? Think... Or in True Lies, he kept it the whole time. Yeah. or you... Was True Lies based on a true story? Okay, we're also, we're forgetting probably the biggest deciding factor in all of this, which is that he's he's doing this in a British accent. No, the, I, I know what you're saying, but he's not that cute. The accent usually does make a guy way cuter, but mm -hmm. he doesn't have a thick British accent. It's very subtle. If you hear, when you hear him in the recordings, it's, it's not, tepid, yeah. it's kind of a half-ass British accent because he was raised there, but he's American. It's like you want it to be a British more, but it's not. Plus they're at Dunkin' Donuts for like half the episode and i was like that's not romantic <laughs> even a british accent cannot make dunkin donuts romantic i don't know about that okay i have issues it's like a dream date <laughs> um so she doesn't fill out the application but she starts getting vetted anyways she gets this text from a number a number she doesn't recognize from a guy named tom chalmers yeah hey that's a fake name it reminds me of chompers and i can't think who chompers is I think isn't he's a it the, dog from a TV show. Isn't it the black ball in Mario? Isn't that called the chomper? The black ball on the chain that goes... Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And tries I, to bite you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. But I think I'm thinking of a dog that they had in one episode of Will and Grace. <laughs> Keep picturing Sean from Will and Grace saying chompers. So she doesn't recognize the name or the number. And... He says in the text, I understand you made an inquiry about one of our UK properties, the Allen Home model. And Dennis, of course, is like, oh, a little light bulb goes off there. And Michelle was like, no, took me a minute. No, it would take me a minute if you're staring at it. I get weird stuff on my phone all the time. Okay, Try it our... says it's his last name, Allen, and it's from the UK. Oh, okay. You yeah, wouldn't yeah. know that that was referring to this guy. Uh, depends on what time of night it is. <laughs> okay, that's valid. Let's get, let's get real. I'm that's not, valid. Uh, 
I don't do that great at certain times. But So Michelle finally picks up on it. You did forget to say that, that the one sort of thing that he showed her as proof that he was a spy was that the top of his phone said UK. Yeah. Wasn't that kind of weird? I've never seen that on a phone ever. It doesn't say USA on our phone. Right, but have you seen a British person's phone? Maybe they all say UK. Maybe it's like when you're roaming, I don't know. We have a couple UK listeners. Let us know. Does it say UK at the top of your phone? Or if you are someone in the United States that calls the UK a lot, let us know. Or is UK just like a brand like LG and he's pretending that it means United Kingdom? You can put your own initials at the top right, exactly. and you just entered UK. <laughs> it's like because a banner app that he's using to have it say something. I don't know. I have like weird things on the top of my phone that are all like apps that are running. I bet there's an app that has the initials UK. And just when it's running, it says UK on the top. Right, exactly. If and it stands for running. like it's a game or something that you're playing. Mm. Like untie tonsils and it's like a game like angry birds why is there where's the k do consoles oh i'm sorry i thought of a t <laughs> really tired do you want to have another go untie that? knots perfect I don't, I don't know why that was so hard <laughs> that really shouldn't have been that hard at all I really wow. thought you were, I gave you a second. I yeah. thought you were going to get there. And I, I just made just, fun of Michelle for not getting that You that totally text. did. Oh my and gosh. you said untie tonsils. I did. There's I not even tonsils. a K. There's no K. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening to me. Let's press on. Let's press okay. on. It's been a long week. <laughs> Onward and upward. So she goes with it, even though she's very confused. And then Liam tells her that she'll be under surveillance, her and her mom. And so they'll be sitting outside and a SUV with dark windows drives by. And then she'll get a text from him saying, they just saw you outside on your porch. I don't, I still wouldn't buy it. So she's, but she's really creeped out by this. So to prove that Michelle is committed to the process and to Liam, she is asked by his British handlers who keep contacting her to transfer a few hundred dollars from her bank account to another bank account as a test. See, if you already weren't suspicious, wouldn't you now be like, no, no, red flag. You know those apps where you install them, you have to transfer like one dollar and then it gets paid back to you. But it's That's like what I thought, to do yeah. the connection. But sure. I still would I still would be like, no, this guy is not worth it. He doesn't even have a real British accent. But she thinks he'll be worth it at the end. Once yeah. she passes these gauntlets, she'll she'll get to have this great guy. And he is really good with her kids. She's introduced him to the kids and he's part of the family. But then weird stuff happens where she starts to feel like he might be like in really deep with the spy community. So he shows up late to this wedding in the summer dressed in winter clothes. And then a week later... The Edward Snowden story breaks, and she puts together that Edward Snowden sought asylum in Iceland, and he was wearing winter clothes. Why wouldn't he just change or take off his – and also they show the photo. He's not dressed like Elmer Fudd. He's wearing, like, a a suit. I think this whole thing is a stretch. We're not getting the full story on that. There's pieces of that that are missing that, like, I want – I need more information. Right now I'm feeling like that sounds so made up. But and then also, a week later, yeah. And then he just got off the plane in his winter clothes and went to this wedding. 
No, what? But, there was, but there was other stuff, too. So then she gets a few hours notice when Kate Middleton has her baby, which is like, okay, what are you going to do with that information? Nothing. And then she finds out a little early before there were attacks in Syria. But I think he's vague about it. He just says, like, something big is going to happen. And then something happens. But something is happening all the time in the world. Yeah, I understand. Do you see what I'm saying? Somehow, well, it's like with, with a psychic, which I totally believe in um, Teresa, the Long Island medium, mm -hmm. but sometimes she'll say things that are very vague. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you co connect to the letter S? Well, everyone knows someone with the letter S in their name, you know? Mm -hmm. um, that's not that big of a thing. Dennis is like, Dennis, that's this? a little creep. She goes, it's a little weird that I knew ahead of time. And he's like, that's a little weird now, Michelle. He, that's okay. Dennis. Dennis. Dennis is the <laughs> most Dennis animated. Is on is, Red Bull. What is going on, Dennis? <laughs> he's so excited. I think that Dennis is a big James Bond fan. Yeah, I he think feels that Dennis like, is like really into the spy stuff, really yes. likes the spy games, and is just, this is his cup of tea. He yeah, is... he's so pumped he got to yeah. do this episode. Yeah, he yeah. is a pig in mud. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Pig, pig in mud. I can't. Okay. It's like the warm, sticky gummy bears. So <laughs> then she gets a call from one of his British handlers who tells her that she's more involved than he ever let on. He was actually in Iraq after 9-11 dealing with this handler calls her at 4 a.m. to tell her this. I think that was just to make it seem more dramatic. And also you're really tired at 4 a.m. And they're like, be like, what would the time be in England? If That's what they're her? doing. That's um, why they're doing it. But, they're doing a time difference. Yeah. But it's just why would they someone call her to tell, hey, I feel like you should know that 10 years ago he worked, he was in Iraq. Okay. Thanks. Like the more proof that they can give her. Yes. Just laying it on. Because maybe she, she won't buy, but maybe she won't buy all of it, but she'll buy some of it. Right. Okay. Um, so he proposes to her. Oh, She's yeah, super excited. Yep. So after the engagement, Liam starts kind of avoiding her. He stands her up at Christmas with her family. He's acting really weird. Then Mishka, Bajli Mishka, finds out, sorry, it auto-corrected to, like, the weirdest things when I tried to spell it correctly. So, like, Miskal. Why, why did you try to spell it correctly? Why didn't you just put capital M every time I don't it know. Was? Okay. I'm not smart All like right. that. Okay. So, she finds out she's pregnant, and she tells him. And instead of being excited, he says he has to process. And she's very upset about that. So she starts thinking, what's going on? Why is he being so weird? So she thinks back to a day a while ago where she had been digging through his wallet and she found a card that said William Allen Jordan. And he had said his name is Liam Allen. So she's very confused. She Googles it and then she freaks the F out because <laughs> it's bananas. So yeah. she finds all this stuff on him. He's a scam artist. And this woman in Scotland had re even written a book about him because she was married to him. And this woman who wrote this book, Mary, she's gotten calls over the years. Another lady would call her, then another lady, of people who were dating him and had found out and read about the book and then called her. So when Mary originally married Will, he eventually told her he was a secret agent. She thought that was weird. She followed him to this house where there were children's toys 
in the yard. She questioned him about it. He said it's a safe house and the woman the woman that lives there is a female agent. She's posing as my wife. So Mary gets these calls from the handlers, just like Michelle did, these fellow agents. She gets updates when he's fighting the war on terror overseas, and so he's like a hero. They have two kids together. Then he says insurgents that he had worked against over the years found out where he lives. They're going to steal their babies and cut off parts of their babies and send them to them in the mail if they don't pay a bunch of money. So she... Because he doesn't say that he's in the ministry. He doesn't say he works for the government, right? He CIA, works for like the British CIA, the- which o- is called something else. ODCI. Like- ODCI. ODCI. But it's, yeah, it's a UK whatever yes, intelligence. Okay. So Mary gives up everything, the house, everything, so that she can pay off these insurgents so they won't steal her babies and cut them up into pieces. And she, like, I have nothing now. She's like, I don't have my house. I have no savings. So then this one, one day a woman calls her and says, um, I'm Will's wife. And she's like, I'm Will's wife. And the woman is like, were you told that I'm an agent? And she's like, yeah. And then the lady says, well, I was told that you're an agent. So they're both his wives. He's a bigamist. And... So Mary from Scotland is telling Michelle all of this, and Michelle is just freaking out. So Mary gives her the whole rundown. Apparently, he has had 13 children by six different women. The kids range from age four to to 28 years old. He, in 2005, he had two wives and five fiancés. That's seven chicks in one year. I can't get one, one dude... In my whole life, what's going on? Four children in one year by three women. So one of those poor ladies had two babies in one year. No, thank you. Yeah. No. So Michelle feels kind of dumb and is like, I'm kind of dumb. And I'm like, yeah, you are kind of dumb. But Mary reassures her and says he picks smart women because he likes the challenge. So and also he's been doing this for decades now. So he's really good at it. So Mary in Scotland wrote this book about him and also helped get him put away in jail for a few years for fraud and all of this stuff. When he got out, he was extradited back to the U.S. And then Mary started getting calls from women in the U.S. saying, I'm dating this guy. I just saw the thing about your book. I'm freaking out. So Michelle is determined she's going to be the last victim. She is going to do something about this. But then she finds out that he also has a conviction for sexual assault of a minor, of one of the children of the women that he was dating. And Michelle has a daughter at the same age. So that really freaked her out. And she's also pregnant with his child. So Mary had told her that mental illness ran in his family. And Michelle is a nurse. She's like, I know that it can be genetic. She decides to get an abortion. Dennis is like, there are going to be people that are watching this that are judging you. And she says, well, they don't have to walk in my shoes. And I don't want this monster to be my father's, my baby's father. So, yeah, understandable. So she confronts him and she says, hey, who's Mary? You know, your wife. And he doesn't run. He doesn't lie. He totally comes clean. He said, yeah, I've done a lot of messed up stuff in the past, but I love you now. And he keeps trying to woo her. 
and that's how ballsy he is. Yeah. It's a game. Like, I'm going to keep getting her to stay. So she decides to play along like she might be considering staying with him and plays spy. So she gets a purse with a hidden camera in it. No, he she, gave her the purse. No, she got it from a spy company. Oh, that's where I got confused. Okay. She hooked up with a hidden camera company. Not a hidden camera company. Like, you know, like the people surveillance. who do surveillance company. They help private investigators. Those kind of yes. companies, right? Yes. Okay. So she says she didn't tell the police because they would have advised her against it for security purposes. This kind of annoyed me too because they wouldn't. We've seen so many datelines where people, police have asked them to wear a wire and they end up do using her as bait. So... Anyways, but she feels very cool doing this. I don't know why I'm so down well, on her. I don't know why you are either, because think about it. If you're in her position, you also, I would think it was pretty cool, too. But you also don't want to go to the police right away until you have proof, because they're going to be like, they're just going to think I'm a crazy lady. They're not Not if you show me. them this book. Yeah, maybe not. The book that was written about, and then Mary could come in. Mary has an that, accent, a real accent, and she sounds smart. But I do think that the police might. I just think they wouldn't care. I, I don't know how timely they would be. Yeah, exactly. It might not, it's not a murder case. It's nothing exactly. like that. So it might get put on the back burner. And she wanted right. to get this. She wanted this man out of her life and in yes. jail. So she meets with him in public at a Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know why. Why if you're are you so upset about the donut? I just feel like if you're rekindling this relationship or something. Like when you go on a, like if they're going on a date or to a park. And then later they go to run, they're like running errands together. It just seems so mundane. And I feel like it should be more exciting. Spy like. More like more Mr. Romantic. And Mrs. Smith. They're never meeting at a Dunkin' Donuts in the movie. No, but I have a theory about, well, they are if it's like Quentin Tarantino. Art House spy true. movie, they would. But uh, on the Dunkin' Donuts thing, I think I know why they met there. Because if you look in one of the surveillance video footage, you see a really tall building and it looks like medical offices. Right so behind the Dunkin' Donuts. I think it's right next to her office. Yeah, I think so she's meeting him there. did better spy work than she did just I, now. No, I did better spy work than you. Well, everyone does. Because you just judge Dunkin' Donuts immediately. And also, have you ever had a Dunkin' Donut? Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah. I think so. It's no Krispy Kreme. Oh, so you're judging the Dunkin' Donut because it's not as good as Krispy Kreme. I Look, I like a Dunkin' Donut. I What I don't like is a coffee policy like Dunkin' Donuts has where I want to get a coffee and I want to go to the station with all the sugars and the creamers and all that stuff. Like at Starbucks. Exactly. Like a normal coffee bean, anything where you would go and have those things ready for you. Instead, Dunkin' Donuts asks you, how many sugars would you like? How many creamers? So I have to quantify it. And I don't want people judging me if I want to put 14 Splendas mm. in a coffee and make a Splendy, then I should be able to do it. That sounds <clears throat> just disgusting. It's really 14? unhealthy. It's not 14, but it's more than I want to say. I don't. And then I feel bad. So I end up going mm, three, but I don't want three. I want a plethora so I can taste. But then, and how do they know how much choose. cream to put in? Do you have to tell them the color? No, I'd they like give it to you be like a light tan. Well, and you don't color. know how they you don't know how they brewed it, so you don't know how dark it is. So they give you the little pods, nonsense. the little creamer pot. You see what I'm saying? It's nonsense. It's baloney. But they're not a coffee shop. They are a donut shop. They are a donut and coffee shop. They are that known is, for their coffees. That's they, true. They sell the they coffee. They sell at the Keurig 
things. Yeah. That's true. I, I see your point. I see why you're upset. Good. I grant I grant you that. Thank you. I was going to be upset if you didn't understand because I, no, I, I won't I understand. go. I understand. I won't do it. But okay. I, I happen to like that kind of donut better than Krispy Kreme. I like the cakey, like dense donut. Right. And I like the ones that are just glazed in sugar and then yeah. reglazed. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that. Sorry. So the purse is moving around like insanely though to where she has the camera. So sometimes it's really good and it's right on him. And then at one point it moves to the left and it's like a two shot on both of them, mm-hmm. which I don't know how far away she had to move. She had to be like, oh, excuse me. I'm just going to set my purse like five tables away to get a good shot. I don't really understand. And then at some points it's in her lap. Like she's just no, clutching she has it. No, no, no. She has a camera in her vest. She has one on her chest and one in the purse. There's two cameras. There, that makes sense. There you go. Yeah, there there's you go. one in Because her vest. there's one that just pointed right at his coffee in his hands. That's the one in her you chest. you can't see her fa- his face. Yeah, it's right in the middle of her chest. Okay, so Liam defends himself against everything. He doesn't really deny anything, but he doesn't really admit to anything either. He basically gives her nothing useful for her surveillance. And also she sh- shows him pictures of all these kids that he's fathered, and he has no reaction whatsoever so he's a sociopath he's also not dressed like a spy if you're pretending to be a spy he's dressed like a teenage skater or something yeah and he's 50 and he's like 50 and he's wearing like a sheepskin little sweatshirt zip-up hoodie with a surf shirt underneath what are you doing and he i don't think he's charming either he doesn't seem charming he seems really condescending and annoying yeah so she is pretending like everything's fine she's like you know i always love spending time with you you know i always love you that hasn't changed she has to play up the ruse. she did a good job i thought she did she did but she wants to get more she wants to actually get him to admit something but he will never admit so she keeps taping him she keeps spending time with him he's denying the sexual assault he's denying scamming money he does say he never lied about his job he lied about who he worked for which is really weird and also i think he's just full of crap still yeah. um like who's other like who does he work for then isis right i know America? Who does he work for? Like some weird, one of those weird, weird super companies that yeah, like yeah. do underhanded <laughs> stuff. Yeah, no. No, I he works for that. like Lex Luthor. Exactly. One of those <laughs> companies that's led by like an evil genius and they're yeah. taking over the world. She asks him who Tom Chalmers. Chalmers was? Like Chalmers? Chompers? Ch- what is it? Ch- Chompers? Good old Chompy. Uh, so then she's all flirty. She's and I I was trying to get a window into if this is how they normally talk because she does it really strangely. She says, "I mean, it could be you that was on the phone." I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying it was, but I don't know. Maybe it was like being very flirty and coy about it, and then like really defensive. Like she doesn't want to make him mad. It was. I was trying to get a window into if that's what their normal banter was do you know what i'm saying i do know what you're saying but it didn't read flirty to me at all i read as self-protective it it's not a big deal be. if it was you it's but i'm not saying fine, it was but not i'm not no no not accusing you of anything right she's um, yeah she acts she's talking to him like he has a weapon 
That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he doesn't. But. No, he doesn't. Um, then he says he had nothing to do with the handlers who asked her for money. He's like, I don't have that money. I'm not getting you that money back. And then he's very condescending. And he says, ranting at me will not accomplish anything. And was he always condescending like that? Because why would you even stay with him if he was annoying like that the whole time? She has every right to be upset. Of course she should be upset. And he's like, I don't know why you're reacting this way. Right. Or when she gets upset, he says, your reaction is totally valid given the information that you have. So he's still trying to be mysterious. Like there's still stuff I can't tell you. And also, just keep in mind, he's been doing this. He's been doing it for three decades. He's had how many girl, 15 other women on the hook in the UK. This is his spiel. Yeah. So he knows how to work every kind of angle and he gives a little and pulls back. But is that the way he was normally? Like if they wanted to watch a movie on Netflix and they were trying to decide... Would no. he be like that about it? Because no. then it, he would not be worth staying. He, he is not like that. I have some outside information about how he would lure these women. Okay. Yeah. So he's also laughs at her accusations like they're ridiculous. She's the crazy one for bringing this up. He's gaslighting her. He. Oh, no, he totally it, is. And he's making her feel crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just so rude to me. Yeah. Just, so he, rude. He's so rude. So rude. At least just admit it. I hate him. So then she's crying and she says she just wants to stop hurting and love's not supposed to hurt. It's like we're in like a really bad movie right now. And then he says, love does hurt sometimes. You know it as well as I do. Just no. And then, oh, this is the best power move of all. He does this douchey thing that David did to Annie on 90 Day Fiance. And David's the sociopath one. Yeah. The one that looks like the penguin from Batman. So he says, ultimately, it's your decision if you want to stay with me or not. It's up to you, which is such a power move. Like, Ugh, I'm not going to beg you. Yeah. I'm not going to beg you to stay. It's your decision. Do whatever you're comfortable with. He's. It's like a game. And he's enjoying trying to have to win her back. Right. But he doesn't know that she now knows five or six of the other victims that Mary has introduced her to. Mm-hmm. So she's now doing this for all of the ladies, all of the sisterhood. Yeah. Which is why I should not be so mean to her because she's really doing a really good thing. Which is why I'm shocked. I know, and I'm are... all girl power. I-, I think you're just grumpy. No, it's really just her way of speaking. Because every time I watch it, I get the same reaction. I, I want to like her so much because of what she does, and I so dislike her. Does she? Is there someone that? Why are you making that face? Is she remind? Is there someone that we know that I don't like that she's like? Oh. Do you think it's me? Does she talk like I talk, and that's why I hate myself and I hate her? Is that there, it? There there are two or three moments that I was like, huh. That sounds like Kimberly? Mm-hmm. That's why I hate her, don't if I? Because I on, hate myself. <laughs> I think that you are now having your existential moment like I had mine yesterday. This is my existential crisis. Of self, of I am annoying like You're not, Mishka. though, because she's not annoying in the slightest. She's actually a really good interview. I've always hated her. There is something in her that you see yourself in her and you don't like it. 
Oh my god. Because she's a really good Dateline interview. Really? She's really clear. She had a purpose. She's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm having Dr. Phil moment right now. Yeah, I know. We're having to come to Jesus. Wow. We can also let everybody know that I had a very difficult time putting up the Q&A and was sending furious texts to Kimberly saying I didn't want to put it up because I didn't want to talk about myself because I didn't like any of the stories that I told in the Q&A. I didn't like it. I just wanted to she make said, it She said, it seems so self-serving just talking about ourselves. I said, that's the point of the freaking episode. I know. People asked us questions and we are answering and, them. And literally, I just wanted to leave all your stuff in, but I want, I, I want to cut every single thing that I said. Okay, but there's, back to Michelle really quick. There's nothing wrong with her. She's attractive. There's nothing wrong with her. She's great. No, I have nothing against the way she looks. I admire her skin. She has beautiful skin. She had great makeup. She had great hair. She looked good. She didn't wear anything inappropriate. She wore a purple cardigan that you might wear. She just bugs the crap out of me. Yep, it's totally, a, it's a you thing. It's a you thing. That's it. Because I am, I am Michelle. Because you would have been like that in a Dateline episode. You would have been funnier. She wasn't funny. But also, did you see all of her reactions to Dennis's sort of highfalutin? Yes. She was like, no, it wasn't really like that. She sort of didn't fall for Dennis. She suffered no fools. Let's just put it that way. Because she had suffered the biggest one of her life. I felt like she did go along with him. And anytime he said something, she'd be like, yeah, it was. Or no, she'd repeat it like she a, was. No, you are projecting stuff on her. She did not do that. So maybe it's I, Can not... I do a Twitter poll that's, is she annoying or is she Kimberly? Yeah, I think you Or might. is it both things are true? I don't think she's you in that you're very funny. She's not funny. But if you were being dead serious and doing a Dateline interview, you would sound like that. She's smart. She sort of got it together for this awful thing that happened to her. No, it's true. It's true. I felt like she was almost rehearsed. She was so well-spoken. Right. And now that's what she does. She speaks to victims all over the country. I know. I admire her. Hashtag heroes. But I don't (laughs) know why she bugs me so much. This is a real This is a real eye opener. This is a humdinger. Is this it a, is a who is it a, done it? Is it a big, spy opener? This oh my god. This is a sticky warm gummy bear, bear in my pocket. <laughs> That's what this is. I'm just so at a there's loss. Just, I'm gonna have to take a good hard look in the mirror. And I avoid looking in mirrors. But there's no other the reason it could be because it's irrational for you to have this thing with her. You like girls like her. Usually. You'd do be I? friends with her. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I can I could see that. Yeah, we'd be friends with her. I admire what she does so much. Mm-hmm. It's the way she talks. I want to smack her. Because I, I want to smack myself. I don't know. I don't think she... It's my know. deep Jewish self-loathing. Yeah. Wow. I just got therapized. Do you need to go to bed? I'm Nap like, time. Nap time. So one day, um, she kind of goes missing. And Tateline goes to commercial. They're very much trying to freak oh us God. out. Oh, my God. Yeah, they are. She doesn't answer her phone and her sister's freaking out. I mean, sorry, her friend and her mom is freaking out. Her mom actually calls the police and reports her missing because she was supposed to be undercover, as they call it, with Liam that day. 
So turns out she had just needed a me day and turned off her phone. She needed a break. But Dateline got us. That was an exciting tease. So she goes to the police and she tells them she's not missing and everything's fine. And they say, what are you doing? What what's going on? So she's forced to tell them all about this investigation she's doing. Mm -hmm. And they decide they are going to investigate him and they're going to use Michelle as bait, which is why, see, I told you, Michelle, that it wasn't too dangerous for you to be investigating him because they use her as bait. They have her set up a meeting with him and they're going to arrest him at the meeting. So they set up this date to run errands, which again is so mundane and they're outside of a CVS. Maybe they were getting mixers and mixers in the middle of the day at CVS. No, no, he had to get something at the pharmacy. He said he had to get a yeah, Which also made me, my ears perk up. What are you getting? Do you think like herpes or something? No, I didn't. What did you think? Eczema? No, I, I wish. I don't like Cialis. Viagra? <laughs> no, the the first thing that I thought was antibiotics. I was like, oh, maybe he's gotten like, an infection. <laughs> but know. you didn't think STD? No, I don't know. I don't know why. I just, but then also maybe because I was just on antibiotics for my tooth. But then, <laughs> but then I was like, oh, well, maybe it's like an antipsychotic. Maybe it's something more exotic. Maybe it's just his allergy medicine. Yeah, it totally could be something boring. So well, nothing. it's a stool softener. <laughs> so the police arrest him at the outside the CVS and they charge him with theft by deception, impersonating a police officer and rape by deception, which is a new thing that is only a law in some places and is only starting to be recognized. So the theory of rape by deception is that you're sleeping with someone, you're willingly sleeping with someone, they're not raping you. But then you find out that they've been lying about something huge, like their entire identity. So you were consenting to sleep with who you thought they were. Right. You were and not. And if you actually knew who they really were, you would not have consented. So you were tricked into yeah. sleeping with them. And so it's would, called rape by deception. You would not have consented to sleep with a sex offender. Correct. So they did it on an episode of SVU and this woman was sleeping with somebody and he was a person who works on the enrollment board at this college. She was trying to get her son in, but apparently, and so she was sleeping with him, but he was pretending to work for the college and be on the enrollment board just so he could sleep with these cougar moms who were trying to get their kids into college. So she sued him for rape by deception did it work even though she was totally screwing him to get her kid into college but still she wouldn't have slept with him if she had known he was like the janitor at the college but it was his plan to get sex by fraud correct he was pretending to be the head of the admissions board specifically to get sex correct he would literally take applications and try to hook up with women at colleges he'd like walk up to them if they were on a tour with their kid and be like hey i work for the admissions board let's bang and then it it, i don't know i had that no no let's bang no he was pretending his apartment was a fraud what happened everything was a fraud um i don't remember it because it was it's not a real law yet it wasn't at that time it is becoming a law thanks to women like Michelle. But at the time, I think it was very, it's new. And a lot of people probably still don't think that it's real. Just like there are people who still think you can't rape your wife 
because they're your wife. Right. Pe- there are still people who literally think that that argument is valid. So wow. times change and laws change and things like that. Again, girl power, Michelle is awesome for doing that. So Michelle thinks there are other women out there. And then Dennis blows her mind by telling her that they did a little investigation and they found out that he was living at that house, that fancy house, with a woman and a child. They don't know if the child was his or if that woman well, was his wife or his girlfriend or whatever. God. And so that was a woman literally in just like one town over wow. that he was doing the exact same thing with. And Michelle's just blown away. Okay. The kids that he has fathered and abandoned – are all just great though. We meet yeah. Mary's. Mary has these two kids in Scotland or England. They are just freaking gorgeous, adorable kids. Seem Beautiful really daughters. put yeah. together. They seem really smart, and they have connected with all of their brothers and sisters online. They chat with each other and they kind of support each other. They said some of them are really messed up because of having this crazy scam artist of a father. Right. And it's really sad. But it's they really like that they have this community of like half siblings all over the world, basically. Yeah. Um, Liam pleads not guilty in court, but he accepts a plea deal for three years in jail. And Michelle works to try to change the laws to get rape by deception acknowledged, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Good for her. Okay, so outside information we'll do first. If you're interested in the Mary story, the first wife. Yeah, I liked her. It, her whole story is on a website called lovefraud.com, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. Um, well, she also has a book about him. She does, but this love fraud is really cool because they're also, they worked really, really hard to try to get him added to the sex registry in the United States when he was deported from the UK. Uh-huh. But there is no, I guess there's no law in the United States that if you're, if you're a sex offender in a different country, that doesn't transfer over. <gasps> that's ridiculous. Yeah. So they were trying to, and I don't know if that's changed now, but they, yeah, they were fighting for that because the girl that he molested was between 9 and 13. This is a child. He is a pedophile. Mm. But so he only did it once? With, he was with caught. With all of those kids he, he was were caught around? once. Oh. As you know, that doesn't mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything. Um, but the thing that the article sparked in me is so she tells when she's telling the story about how she confronts him at the home with the children's slide and all the stuff in the front yard yeah and he says you know my my partner lives here she's my she pretends she's to be another my wife. agent yeah he immediately to, to convince her shows her his phone and all of a sudden it beeps when they're having this argument and it says sim update odci relay the CIA, it, it like comes up on his phone and so my question the question that it raises how is he doing all of this stuff Right. How is he doing all the tech stuff? And how? who is Tom? Well, Michelle seemed to think it was him. And if he has the ability to change his accent, it could have been him. Because we never hear Tom and but him you, in the same place. But you can't change your pattern. Of, I mean, I guess you can if you're a really yeah, good actor. Yeah, if you're a really yeah. good con man. Yeah. But wasn't she contacted by a few different handlers? Yeah, but I think they were all male. Okay. He could just be playing all of these different parts. So here's here's what I think. 
And this is based largely on, I'm going to... Or he has a douchebag friend. He's paying 50 bucks to do fake phone calls for him. Well, I think it's his parents. <gasps> really? Yeah. I think it's his mom and dad. They're based... making calls for him? So this is based on... Yeah, this is really interesting. I thought you'd, I thought you'd like this. This is based on stuff that Michelle says in her blog, which is unbelievable. It's michellelewis.com, spelled M-I-S-C-H-E-L-E. Lewis. Michelle. L-E-W-I-S. But it steps through everything, and I didn't even get through all of it, so I want to go back and read the beginning and find out what else she found out, because she kept digging on him. So there was quite, quite a lot of information, but she said about his parents, this is a quote from her blog. She says, This father, parentheses, and mother, who have enabled their sociopathic, psychopathic, narcissistic son his entire life, by perpetuating his lies, lying to his two wives simultaneously, and God mm. knows who else he introduced them to, as well mm. as not correcting his lies to the women in his life. They should be punished as accessories to his crime. Yeah, absolutely. They've been doing it for at least 30 years, and William Jordan just turned 50, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So basically, the parents knew, and they even, I guess, one of his children was born, or the first child was born to Mary. They congratulated Mary. They said, congratulations, mm-hmm. acting like that was his first child, oh my knowing God. that he had six other children before that child was even born. Yeah. So th- I don't know about them. I want a little more information on the parents. I feel like it's, I don't know. Um, also, he got out. He's out. He's out? He's out. Yeah. He served two years of his three-year sentence. He got out for good behavior, which is fascinating because, according to the blog, he harassed a girl for months from jail to where she had to file a report with the prison. And even then, the harassment kept up after the fact. She had to file a restraining order against him to get it to stop. That's good behavior. Victimizing victims from behind bars. Wake up, New Jersey. Yeah. So they basically, because he's not a violent offender and the prisons are overcrowded, he was eligible for early release. Wow. Um, and then I also have... All of his names. You ready? Yeah. William Allen Jordan, a.k.a. G. Jones Jordan. What? G. Jones. I'm sorry. G- which la- What kind of ladies was he picking up G- being jo- called G. Jones? G. Jones or G. Jordan? G-E-E. No. Guillaume. <gasps> Guillaume. Guillaume. Guillaume Jones or Guillaume Jordan. So oh, my God. We have G and Guillaume. And then we have Liam Allen. Gui. Gui Jones, Gui Jordan, Bill Allen, Bill Jordan, Will Jordan. Yeah, oh, like a million. My God. Names. But I knew you'd be so excited about G. Guillaume. G, Guillaume, and Gui. <laughs> Was he living in France trying to pick up on French I, ladies? I, who knows? I wonder how many there are. Did he do a fake French accent when he was pretending to be Guillaume? I'm hoping that he did your favorite. I'm hoping that he did the Louisiana French Quarter fake accent. Oh, I love I know the Louisiana you do. French Quarter I accent. I know. And it is my favorite King of the Hill, too, when they go. And yes, Bill. Yes, it's yeah, so good. It's so yeah. good. Is that his, it's Bill, right? 
Yeah, Bill Dotree. Yeah, that does the... William Dotree. Guillaume. Guillaume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our family tree is withered down to a vine. Yeah, it's like, <gasps> That's the one Meryl Streep so in it, right? Good. Is it she is. in it? Yeah, it is. She's one of the sisters that stays oh in the God. house and has so the vapors. So, oh, so this was interesting. One of the victims, we get a little bit more of one more story. And I'm sure there are so many stories in Michelle's blog, but this is just a snippet of one. But Michelle says she hangs out with, in quotes, Liz. So that's not her real name. We connected right away with our common job of nurses, children, and of course, William Jordan, who she knew as Gui Jones. So this was a Gui, Gui Jones, G-U-I. He had pretended to be a pediatric resident at the Children's Mm. Hospital of Philadelphia. He would be there in hospital-issued scrubs and have lunch with her, and then they'd go their separate ways. He's Dirty John. The relationship between her and Jordan and overlapped with my relationship for about the first six months. Wow. Yep. And then he disappeared off the planet. She never heard from him ever again until she picked up a fluke night shift for a friend was getting dressed and sat on her remote which tuned into dateline on nbc and she saw his (gasps) face (gasps) can you imagine the shock of your life yeah also you sat on your remote and it turned into dateline how fortuitous yes i know that was yeah that was dennis luck what a blessing um from what i gather all of these are he definitely, the way that he operated, going for these really smart women, single moms, all late 30s, they were all like just this very tight, but all... No, because it's when you're a single mom and you're in your late 30s, I would imagine, and you're hardworking, mm-hmm. you're so busy, you don't have time for yourself, mm-hmm. and then this guy comes in and sweeps you off your feet, and you felt like, I was not going to maybe get a second chance at love, mm-hmm. because I already had that, and I'm divorced, and I have kids now, and that's absolutely makes perfect sense and they said that he would send the emails that he would send these women pages and pages of just everything that you would sort of there were deep but then really caring just it's so appealed i think he was smart enough to appeal to an intellectual side of someone so he would do these things that you know were very intelligent he would send these these long sort of prosy things it's smart it's smart i'd like to think i wouldn't fall for it but think about how many women did he must have been really really good and playing them all at the same time he just must have really understood human nature and he must be a sociopath yeah he's definitely a sociopath so i find her a little naive at the beginning she googled him though what can she do if it's not real break up with him and say he's clearly a pathological liar. Oh, because of the spying. Yes. I see. I see. But she did try. Like when my best friend growing up told me she met Leonardo DiCaprio and he told her that he was bisexual <laughs> and was struggling with his gay feelings and wanted to be best friends with her, but then told her he was in love with her. My friend told me all of this. Yeah, I see. I played along going, okay, really? Okay. Before I eventually stopped being friends with her because I couldn't deal with it anymore. Because you know when someone's lying. Yeah. I think think he was really good. I think he was. He's really good. But the stories he was telling, like you said, if you were a real spy. 
But then I think about it and I put myself in that situation where you're so excited that you think you found this person or whatever that you sort of do have this right. suspension of disbelief. But because your self-esteem is lower and you didn't think that you deserved it, but take, or you didn't think you would get it. But take self-esteem out of the question. If you just love someone, if you genuinely love someone. Yeah. So nothing to do with that. Okay. I, yeah. I feel I feel like you could be sway yeah i agree i think people see what they want to see and they ignore a lot of things that don't fit the narrative that they are going for yeah and that they don't want to face things and i think there's more story i think there's more to these stories all right i'm gonna read you this this is the last thing i'm gonna do for outside information all right i will say this yet again i broke things off with him the very next day after i found out the truth I then proceeded to set him up for six weeks while gathering enough evidence to support my case. This ties into catching every liar out there. People think that you can just accuse willy-nilly. Wrong. You need some kind of evidence to back up your claims or else the police will not even talk to you. I had absolutely airtight evidence and yet I was constantly scrutinized and essentially prosecuted right alongside William Jordan. As for research, I researched everything everything in all caps that I had on that man that I was given email address, phone number, name. I even tried to search where he had said he went to school. Nothing ever came up wrong. And do you want to know why? Because everything he told me was a lie. I can't Google what I don't know the information to. And when I finally had the correct name, what I found was horrendous and confronted him the very next day. Yeah, I think this got... I don't know. I said repeatedly how much I admire what she did. Yeah. She should be admired because it takes so much bravery to feel so stupid that you fell for it. Absolutely. And then not only stand up, but then be a a spokesperson and a mouthpiece. I think it's really good. I think it's really good what she's doing. So do I. I just want to know. I want to. No, she did. She did everything right. I do think she did everything right. And she Googled at the very beginning and it's... and she just had the name wrong. So All right, I'm, nothing came I'm up. I'm done defending. I'm done criticizing. Good. We can reach No, you. I'm just kidding. I'll never be done criticizing. But you're done criticizing her. I admire her so much. I can't stress that enough. Okay. There's just something about her that bugged me. And I have said from the beginning that it's not valid and it makes no sense. It's because she is a me shell. Like, why are we friends? Seriously. I, I was gonna save it. And then I'm I breaking did a, up with you. I have a few, I have a few more. It's fine. Okay, let's go let's go into B roll bonanza. Lots of lots of nothing. There's her staring intently at her computer. Yes. They did a good job of reenacting. Yeah. They reenacting the snooping with the purse. Yeah. And then Mich- Mary, the Scottish lady, she looks at some newspaper clippings. And they're, again, very spread out, not in a binder or an album. No. Nope. They're just, like, all over the place. Yeah. Um, and then we see some B-roll of Michelle doing nursey things. We get to see a cat. Michelle's when? mom has a cat on her lap in one oh, of the I B-roll moments, and she's petting the little orange tabby. It's cute. Oh, that's I liked the mom. Good. Although, if you're the... Okay, here's the thing. Can I just make one more point? So I understand 100% what you're saying about love making you blind to these things you don't want to see. If you are the friend or the mom who you are not in love with this person, 
aren't you able to see clearer and say this whole thing is BS? Yeah. But none of them did. Right. They all were like, yeah, totally he's a spy. Yeah, I totally believe that he works for the British government. You were yep. super Makes sense. nervous about Oliver and still think he might murder me. 1,000% we I do. all think Oliver might be lying about his his whole I thing. I think he's lying about everything. Yeah. And I think he might kill you one day. He has yes. a, he's on a green card. We don't really I'm, know him. We do not know anything about him. You never... Dateline has told us time and time again, yeah. you never know anyone, even the person that you share a bed with for 30 years. I know. My mom could just all of a sudden tell my dad, I'm actually an Israeli counterintelligence. And he'd be like, what? That would be the best. This Minnesota today. accent, the, the aerobics instructor, that's all fake. That would make my, my life. How good would that be? It would be like true lies. You, but way funnier. You need to write a screenplay tomorrow. <laughs> Please. That would be pretty funny. Just do the world a favor. Okay. Okay. I'll do it. So quotes. Can we please talk about Dennis's quotes? I know okay. them, but I'm I'm ready. I have one. But I want, I, well, I'm sure you cover it. Okay. So for, it literally starts off the episode by saying, what's love got to do with it? And I thought he was going to start singing. I honestly did. I thought he would go, got to do, got to do with it. <laughs> I thought he was going to just scat, bebop, <laughs> just that great. part. Um, he says, her head spun like the dry cycle on a washer. Did you catch that one? I don't know if I did. That's pretty, wow. Yeah. Okay. Is that it's good. She also at one point says it's like all you put all your feelings into a blender and then hit the highest. I setting. liked that one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And it's very similar to the head spun like a dry dry cycle on a washer. Did he take that um, from but, her? I know, yeah, maybe. Diabolical? Where'd you, where'd <laughs> where'd you, you get, get that word? Can I borrow it? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but I think the quote that you might have caught is her new guy at long last made her tingle as though ginger ale had filled her heart. Yeah, that one. Come on, Dennis. He is. That's a winner. He's plucky. He is plucky and punchy and coming up with just. Why ginger ale, though? He's a ginger ale man, obviously. I mean, he could have picked anything. Seltzer, soda, champagne. He picked ginger ale no he's a seagram's man yeah i'm on to him but did you wait did you miss this one i think I, you missed one it's basically when uh liam is telling her that he's a spy for the first time he says now are you starting to drift out of your body as you're hearing this yes <laughs> i did like that and she's like <laughs> she literally brings him right down to earth yeah. and it's like no she does you're she's right. like yeah she's like um, I was a little concerned. I mean, she just does it. Let's She's like, is that the Red Bull talking, let's, Dennis? Let's calm down. I know you've got wings, but I'm not, like, I am, I'm firmly planted in reality, my friend. Yeah, it was, it was really funny to me. I loved it. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Um, did you have any precious moments? Yeah, I did. Gonna, oh, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be. The make... kids at the end? The kids, no, I liked that. Oh, yeah, I did like that a lot. The The saddest moment to me was the irony that she is 
she's a baby doctor. She works with babies, right? And delivers babies yeah. and does all that. And then she she decided to to give up this baby. Yeah. That me- that's pretty That sad. must have been a really unbelievable time for her to go through all this and find out this man that you think you're going to marry and start a life with and you get pregnant by and you're excited in your heart is just a complete fraud. And yeah. then you have this bait. It's awful. That's awful. Yeah. No, it's awful. Yeah. That's why I think rape by deception is totally a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you would feel so violated. No, I'm really glad yeah. she's she fights for it. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, MVP, loser. So Michelle's obviously my MVP. Okay, good for you. She is for me, too. And Mary. I really liked Scottish Mary. She was great. Loved Scottish Mary. Mm-hmm. She's great. So you didn't hate everyone. And Dennis was also a good MVP. There were tons of MVPs. Plucky Dennis. Yeah. Love Plucky It's fun. And then loser of the episode, the friend. The friend for not being able to figure it out. Uh, Yeah. I got to say, yeah. Because the mom is a little bit older, so I kind of want to give her that pass. And she probably just wanted her daughter to be happy so badly that she was willing to overlook things. Yeah. But the friend who's just hearing the stories... Right. Your friend comes into work and is like, guess what? I'm dating this guy. He's a British spy. Yeah. I'd be like, no, you're not. Yeah, I would nope. have liked some interview footage of her being like, I was skeptical and we didn't, I don't know if yeah. we got that. No, she was She was up excited about the whole thing. Yeah, not into that. She was like, I know, it was insane. It was crazy. Oh. Yeah, no, she didn't. Yeah, and the friend also didn't seem that concerned when Michelle went missing. And no one could get a hold of her. She was like, yeah, I didn't know. And I was like, girl, you're a bad interviewer. You're not. What's happening here? Get it together. See, now you're being bitchy. I love it. But that girl should have gotten it together. Michelle was fine. This other girl, I, I wish you'd See, gone See, and the friend her. really didn't bother me. Oh, yeah. You're, you're out to lunch. I'm not. I can't do you. Okay. No. Brands. Um, Brands unhappy. unhappy being on Dateline and are now associated with murder. Dunkin' Donuts. There's no murder in this episode. Yeah. Duncan, well, okay, so are now associated. Where where you go to conduct investigation on your sex offender boyfriend, Dunkin' Donuts. That would not. That's their new tagline. That would not make them happy. No. No, I don't think so either. Um, It looked good what she was eating, though. It kind of made me want a donut. So that could be I don't know. something. I always want a donut. Yeah, I know. Um, CVS probably doesn't. Yeah, CVS not is happy. probably no, not ex- that excited. But Dateline period this season has been about mixers and yeah, really hard. This on guy CVS. getting his herpes medication. Well, this is old, so I think we just That's keep true. covering CVS episodes. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird thing that keeps happening. Uh, uh, do you have titles? Yep. Okay, I have nothing good, really. What do you got? Um. Mystery Man and Delighted Dennis. Yeah. Okay, that's really all I have. That's it's it? Not... Yeah. Well, one was a duh, but I didn't think you'd like oh that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you didn't... And one was him, you didn't which is even... always my title. You didn't even try. No, I didn't even try. I put no thought into this. Okay. I was just bitter and angry. So- Why? I don't know. Okay, we're... 
This is a terrible No one episode. knows. Okay. I was in a great mood today, too. And then I watched this episode. And then I hated the world. Go. I'm sure yours are going to be great. Mm-hmm. I have Spy Hard UK edition, Spy Harder <laughs> Tokyo Drift, and A Bad Day to Spy Hard. So I did. <laughs> okay, you're welcome. Those are good. And then I did, of course, for British eyes only, because we, we had to have it. And then oh, I did British eyes only. Um, because then I did big a mystery. Ooh. So I just combined bigamist and mystery. And then That's I did good. the long con dissension. Because you said he was being so condescending <laughs> the whole time. So you came up with that as we were recording? Yeah, I wrote it down as we were recording. Wow, the magic just never stops flowing, no, it does doesn't. it? And then I have a song. Liam Allen, William Jones Jordan. Those are his names too. <laughs> now that he is out. I hope all the victims shout, he's a con man and a pedo too. <laughs> okay, that's good. Are you saying pedo? Pedo. Like, like how they say it. Uh, well, that's what they say in Britain. They go, oh, oh there he's go. a pedo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So also, I did think it was really weird that one of the things that he was convicted on in the UK was the illegal possession of a stun gun. <gasps> what? Yeah. That was a big deal. Yeah. So there was no Twitter. No. Do you have... I got nothing. You didn't play bingo. No, I didn't. You basically... All right. I don't know why we're doing this episode, but... <laughs> I don't know either. I, I we should tell it. everyone. We should tell... This is part... <laughs> this is going to be a sort of a two-parter because we're going to actually cover another mystery man type case. And we're also yes. going to talk about a real life, real fan of our show... Who reached yes. out with a story of her own where she caught a con man. So yeah. this is sort of a girl power week. And hopefully Kimberly can buck up and quit her crappy attitude. You had a crappy attitude during Sheila Davalu. And I haven't forgotten. Oh, so this how is much payback? I loved that episode. Oh. And you spat all over I it. Didn't sp- I didn't. You did. You were very unenthusiastic. I'll have to rewatch. When I said, don't you just love this episode? And you were like, it was all right. We have opposite tastes, apparently. I'm sorry. And our morals are vastly different, apparently. I'm sorry I let you down. You did. It won't happen again. All right. It's fine. Anything in the news? Uh, Twitter's been very delightful. Everyone's been very supportive of your crushed ice addiction and of my Einstein's riddle addiction. If you, if you don't know what we're talking about, we did a Q&A session that's a bonus one-off episode. You don't have to listen yeah. to it if you don't want. There's no recap. Oh, my God. Why are you like that? People liked it. <laughs> Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Why am I freaking, what's her name? Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> Me, say it. Michelle. Like I'm a shell, I'm I'm it's, but a shell. You see, it goes of a person. It goes both ways. It's really deep. Re- also, I I am a cancer, and cancers walk around in their shells all day, because it's my shell. Yeah, it that is. I am in. It is your shell <laughs> that I need to break free of. 
I mean, you will be doing in the next two days when we, and it's not going to be a Dateline, actually. We're going to recap an ID episode. It's called, I can't remember if it's ID or Oxygen. Probably oh, should remember it that. It's called He Lied About Everything. I think it's, I think it's, um, I think ID? it's ID. Okay. He Lied About Everything. It's a, like a movie mm-hmm. and it's online and it was, wow. It was another one of these type of stories. Fascinating. Yeah. And the, the victim in it helped take him down, right? Oh, yeah. <gasps> okay, great. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. On Our handles are Date Dateline. And can... <laughs> make a donation so we can learn about things like tonsils. L- make a donation so we can go back to school. Um, Clearly, we need to. Yeah. On paypal.me forward slash date with Dateline. Great. And uh, don't watch alone. Don't watch with Liam, though. Uh-uh. Watch with Michelle and then send her an encouraging post on her blog. Oh, she needs it. Give She's her some comments. down hard. Yeah, people were mean. Give her some. Give her, I'm going to send her a really nice one. Give her some love. Yeah. Okay. Also, you could subscribe to us and leave us a nice review while you're at it and sign our change.org petition. There you go. Do it all. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. You'll need a UK passport to check those files. Therefore, British eyes only. For British eyes.